Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Thank you all so much for joining us this morning. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of preparation to help you start your day off on time and on top. We look forward to this time with you all. We appreciate you for joining us and for sharing with everyone that you know. Continue to change family, change family, coworkers, associates, everybody. You want to make sure they all get plugged into this call here so they receive a great word to get their day started in the right path. Remember, iron sharpens iron, so one man or woman sharpens another. And this is a great place for them to become and get their act sharpened. And so um, we also ask that you, when you're on the call, post your notes on social media, Use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it, share it with everybody, flood social media with something positive. You never know, uh, you know, who's looking to you for that word of encouragement for the day. So go ahead and repost what you hear on the call so we can continue to spread the good word. And then also visit our website, whendreamscollide.com. Become a VIP, a vision impact partner and subscribe today. Uh, that way you're connected when we make new announcements, uh, things of that nature. You'll be one of the first to find out. Ladies, tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, we'll have Straight Talk, Woman Talk, okay? And so we are doing part two of Detecting Jezebel. So you definitely want to make sure you listen in on that. If you missed part one, you can go to straighttalkwomantalk.com and listen to the replay. Uh, everything is posted there so you can hear it and uh, are able to get the information, study it, learn it. All the calls we've ever done are archived on there since January 2015, okay? <laughs> so there's plenty of audio content there for you to just get fed, different topics and subject matter uh, as well. And so straighttalkwomantalk.com is where you can go get the details for that. But for tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, we'll have our weekly session. You can dial into this telephone number here. The PIN code is different, so same phone number that you dialed in this morning, but the PIN code is 845165. Okay, so same phone number, different PIN code, 845165. And then um, go to com. Make sure you reserve your tickets for June the 11th. We'll be in New Orleans, Louisiana, myself and Minister Keisha Wilson for the Straight Talk Woman Talk in part session. You definitely want to make sure you're there. People that you know in the area, let them know so they can come and get connected live and in person uh, as well. And then we'll be in Atlanta, Georgia, Houston, Texas, August 13th, Chicago, Illinois, September 20th. It's going to be amazing. StraightTalkWomenTalk.com is where you can get the details. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get started for today. If you got your pen and paper, uh, if you're stationary, go ahead and pull it out for your notes. If you're driving, put in your earpiece. Remember, we ask that you post your notes on social media, tag us in it. Use the hashtag WhenDreamsCollide. Honey, would you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIP? Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes. Did you hear me this morning? I said, I am excited 
about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Don't miss the miracle. Yes. Let me repeat that. Don't miss the miracle. Ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be a miracle. It's going to be a miraculous experience. How you're going to go from the outhouse to the penthouse is going to be a miracle. How you're going to go from, go from a two-liter to a six-pack is going to be a miracle. It's going to be a miracle. I want you to understand that it's important that as you're building, as you're developing, as you're growing, as you're sowing, that you don't become weary in well-doing. Yes, you can become weary in well-doing. Could you imagine that, that you get tired from doing good? You haven't lived long enough. If you haven't been sowing seeds, if you haven't been doing the right thing, and you've gotten tired, you've gotten discouraged, you've gotten frustrated with the situation, because the situation oftentimes doesn't match the destination, and that becomes a part of your frustration. But I want to tell you, don't miss the miracle. See, if it was going to happen because of your will, if it was going to happen because of your might, if it was going to happen because of your intelligence and your intellect and your contacts, it would have already happened. And the challenge with most people is because it's not happening immediately, they start to doubt that it will happen eventually. Did you hear me? Because it doesn't happen immediately, we begin to doubt that it will happen eventually. Yeah, you didn't do what she did in two months, or you, it didn't happen as quickly or as fast for you as it did for them. Well, baby, let me tell you something. It takes 13 hours to build a Toyota Corolla, but it takes six months to build a Rolls Royce. Don't miss the miracle. You know, we hear the story all of the time about how Jesus fed the multitude. He fed 5,000 with two fish and five barley loaves of bread. You know, a lot of times we hear this story, you know, and, and it's interesting to note that as you dissect and go deeper into the story, it was really a totality of about 15,000 people, 15,000 people that had to be fed, 5,000 men, and then when they accounted for the women and children, it was about 15,000 people. Now, you know, so many times they get so caught up in terms of explaining and expanding upon what happened and how it took place. But what I wanted to pause for station identification on was the fact that you had 15,000 people that were willing to follow one man. You had 15,000 people galvanized around listening to the words of one individual. That's the miracle. The miracle is that this one man had such a clarity of vision this one individual had such a thought-provoking conversation. This one individual had sown enough seeds. This one individual had done enough, had become enough, had become who he needed to become to attract the likes of 15,000 people, and he did it without social media. Oh, he, he did it without Instagram. He, he didn't have YouTube. He didn't have, he didn't have Facebook. Matter of fact, I venture to say he did not even have a business card. Huh. So, so he's got 15,000 people that he's not only galvanized, 
But the, the miracle that you, most people miss is that they began with him, and those same 15-plus thousand people stayed with him long enough that they became hungry. See, if you hang around the right person long enough, you would develop a hunger. If you hang around the right person long enough, you develop a thirst. If you hang around the right person long enough, it will expand your vision. If you hang around the right person long enough, it'll make you start reaching for things you didn't believe was there. Don't miss the miracle. And as I can imagine, as I was going through the story and just thinking of it as as we apply to the context of this experience that each and every one of us have, whether you're building an organization, whether you're building a marriage, whether you're building and developing a home, a family, whether you're building your body, I don't want you to miss the miracle. Now, these people are hungry. Can I ask you a question? How hungry are you? They're so hungry that as he's in mid-flow of doing what he is called to do, as he's in mid-flow of doing what he's assigned to do, that he has to pause to feed them the food that's causing them to faint. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that is the miracle that a leader can feed you what it is that you need in terms of food so that you don't faint. He was already feeding them spiritually. He was building their spirits. He was, he was teaching them and giving to them and pouring out to them. So much so that another miracle was that he's doing all of this, but not once did he think about eating. See, they just listening. He's doing all the talking. He, can you imagine standing, walking through a wilderness, through a desert, having to talk and communicate with people for days on end, and you not even realizing that you're functioning and you're fitting and you're flowing so fluidly that the miracle that most people miss is you never get hungry. You never get tired. You never get uh, discouraged because you're so focused on what it is that you're doing. That's, that's a miracle. But he pauses because he says, um, because I'm so strong in this area, because I'm well-developed and trained in this area, doesn't mean that everybody that's around me has the same strength for the struggle. Shucks, I just said something. See, your strength is built in your struggle. A lot of people want to skip past chapter 3 and get to chapter 10. But you've got to be careful not to judge people on the chapter that you walk in on their life. You may have missed. The introduction. You may have missed chapter one, where they were almost about to die. You may have missed chapter two, where they were about to commit suicide. You may have missed chapter three, when they went through bankruptcy. Chapter four, they went, they were about to go through a divorce. Chapter five, they almost lost their mind. See, you've crept in on chapter six when things started to get fixed. You may have slid in on chapter seven, where things looked like heaven. You may have walked in on chapter 8 where my life felt and looked great, but oh, if you came in on chapter 3 when it was just me. Hey, did you come in on chapter 2 when I didn't want to move or do what I do? Hey, I'm telling you, don't miss the miracle. And here it is. This great leader, Jesus, 
He's feeding them food so they don't faint. Now, here's another miracle. He now assembles the team of people that are working together with him. Everything is working together for my good. It doesn't always feel good, but, but it's working together. Yeah, those lies, yeah, that, that, that works together. That, that deceit, yes, that works together. Yeah, the, the thievery, yeah, they're, they're stealing from you. Yeah, that, that's going to work together. Yeah, the business going out of business, yeah, it, it's, it's going to work together. The divorce, yeah, that Negro walked out on you and them kids. Yeah, it, yeah, it's going to work together. Why? I don't want you to miss the miracle. Now, he gets the team. The team comes to him. They start putting people in line. They start orchestrating. If you read deeper into the story before you start running, dancing, and shouting, if you read deeper into the story and you apply the principle to your life of hunger, yeah, you're hungry. You're hungry for something. You're not waking up this early in the morning to listen to it if you're not hungry for something. And uh, they start putting people in position. And and they're, they're getting people in position, listen to me, and there's still no provision. Oh, my gosh. How, how are you starting to put an assembly line together and there's nothing to assemble? How are you putting people in groups and, and helping people to get prepared for something they can't see? For something that is not manifested, for something that is not developed, here's the principle. You've got to prepare for what you've prayed for. And so now they're all put together in, in these groups, and, and, and now Jesus sends out an edict. He says, bring me that two fish, two fish five barley loaves of bread. It, it was brought by a young man. It was packed by his mother. His, his mother prepared for the, for, for the journey. And because she prepared for his journey, it was just enough for him. They bring it to Jesus. And you know the story. He, he took what was not enough. He gave thanks for what was not enough. Can you give gratitude? See, write this down. Gratitude is the seed for more. Gratitude. When I'm thankful for what I have, yeah, it will multiply based on my work and my faith into something that I don't have. He thanks God for what's not enough. I don't have enough money, but thank God. He's not acting right, but thank God. The business is not growing to the level that I thought it should be growing, but thank God. Thank him for what's not enough. This is what I don't want you to miss. To people that were in line, the people that were there day one, the people that were in the beginning with him, the people that launched the business with him, the people that, that were stationary in the area, in the vicinity, that began to doubt that something was going to come about, and they decided to leave. They missed watching the two fish and five barley loaves of bread turn into not enough but turn into more than enough where there was, residue, there was residue left over. They had baskets left over. But what about the people? <laughs> See, I believe the reason. Oh, this is good. I just heard it. The reason why there was leftover, because he doesn't waste anything. The reason why there was leftovers is because some people rolled out. <laughs> the reason why there was baskets left over is because there had to be some people that left 
before the miracle was performed. And I'm telling you this morning, you better stay in line. I'm telling you this morning, stay in position. I'm shouting from the mountaintop, stay connected, because I don't want what happened to them to happen to you. I don't want you to miss the miracle. Don't miss the miracle. Don't get so caught in what's not happening that you miss what is happening. Some people get so caught up in what's not happening that they miss what is. Sometimes your future can cripple you if you use it to avoid the present. There's a difference between dream building for the future and avoiding the present. Some people, you know, use the future, and I understand you're supposed to, you know, mentally uh, escape from where you are so that you can believe bigger and all that, but that doesn't mean you don't get to avoid what's happening right now, that you get to ignore the issues that you are facing right now. You still got to handle those issues. You got to walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. You got to uh, deal with what's going on right now while you're planning for what it is that you expect in the future. It's all connected. Don't use the future to avoid the responsibilities you have of the present. You still got to take care of what's going on right now because your sudden blessing that you're praying for is going to come after you learn the current lesson. The sudden blessing is going to come after you learn the current lesson. Have you maximized where you are right now? Have you truly extracted all of what you can from where you are this season, be it good or bad? Have you maximized it all? Have you, or, or, or you, will you find yourself, like in the past, moving forward, hindsight is twenty twenty, looking back like, man, I should have did this, I could have did this, I could have did this better, I could have did that better. You know, what are those things that you could just do better right now? Whatever it is, that's what you need to do so you can maximize where you are right now. Because once you maximize the now, you'll get to the next. Once you maximize the now, you'll get to the next. That's that part of part of the delay that you're feeling, maybe just that. Man, there's still some things I need to do right now. There's still some things I need to accomplish in this area before I move on from this area. Am I really executing things the way that they are designed to be executed, or am I attempting to shortcut the shortcut? Am I running away from the real work, or am I doing what's required? You can't run away from the real work and get to the next level. you got to do what's required first. See, everything that you're that you're searching for, is already prepared and waiting for you, waiting for you. Jeremiah 1 and 5 says, but before I knew you, I formed you. I fashioned you. I, I created you before you was even in your mother's womb. You were already appointed, assigned, and set apart to do something specific. And every situation that you are in it's connected to that specific thing that you were created, born, formed, and made to do. And you're not going to be able to identify those things if you continue to run or rush from where you are. You can run, rush. Some people get frustrated and they just sit still and do nothing. Well, that's not going to get you anything. An, an idle body gets sick. 
There, there's some people whose bodies are so sick because they're not doing what's required to, to keep them healthy that even though you're 30, your body is 60. Even though you're in your 40s, your body is functioning like you're in your 80s. You can't even get around. You can't even really function like you're supposed to because you, you, you didn't maximize your now. You didn't take care of those issues when you were supposed to take care of them in the proper way. Now you're sick all the time. Well, what good is that going to do to anybody? None. Until you maximize the now, you'll never get next. Until you learn the current lesson, you won't get to the next blessing. And this is, this is the, where you are right now is the down payment for where you're going. You remember how it is back in the day, and I think some companies still do this, they have a layaway plan. When I was growing up, my mama used to shop at J.C. not J.C. Penny, uh, Wieners. I grew up in, in Hearn, Texas, and we, there was a Wieners in Bryan College Station. And we would go there all the time, and, and we would go, and she would cut, get the basket, and we'd be walking around. I'd be piling it up with toys and clothes and all kind of stuff. And then we'll go to the back counter of the customer service department, and we'll put everything on layaway. And so when we put everything on layaway, there was a process that we had. They would take a, a, she would fill out a form with all of her contact information and everything, even give the layaway a title, you know, Porsche's Christmas stuff or whatever, birthday stuff and things like that. And then they would ask for a payment. They would ask for, you got to put something on it. We're not going to just take all of this merchandise that we could be earning income from right now and set it aside for you to not get it later. No, you want to set it aside, no problem, but there's still a price that you're going to have to pay right now so that you can get it later. And so maybe you're in that layaway process. You you got your dreams of layaway. Okay, maybe you don't want to go and do it right now. You don't want to write the book right now. You don't want to uh, start the the consulting business right now. You don't want to start the, the medical practice right now. Okay, no problem. But you still got to put some down on it. If you're going to put it on leveway, no, that's okay. You still got to put some down on it. And if you ever expect to get it out, you're going to have to make payments along the way. When, when she would put my things on leveway, there were still payments that she had to make along the way. It was a payment plan for what it is that she wants. Well, your, your patience is your payment plan for what it is that you want. You gotta pay for your, 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 uh, promise with your patience. Yeah, the promise is waiting on you, but you're not, you haven't put enough patience down in order to get it out later. You, you wanna go in and, and, and get it from the back and, and get the, uh, the, the gifts and the prizes early without putting in the real work or putting anything on it. You, until you maximize your now, you're not gonna get to the next. Ecclesiastes 7 and 8 says the end of a thing is better than the beginning. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. You know, frustration can make you cocky. People get so frustrated with where they are right now and what's not happening because that's all they're focusing on that they begin to get cocky. Oh, I don't need it. Don't worry about it. Forget it. I'm not even going to I'm just going to do something else. I'm just going to I'm just going to do something different. It's taking too long. And now you see scatterbrained people skipping from one thing to the other, one thing to the other. <laughs> My husband and I and our friends, we joke around all the time uh, when somebody in our, in our, in our, uh, in our circle gets distracted. We're like, oh, there goes a squirrel. 
Because one time, one minute they're working on this and they're focused and then something happens and the whole conversation changes. Why? Oh, they saw a squirrel. Oh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? You get distracted too easily. You got to get focused on something, whatever it is. Because the more you allow your distractions to distract you and you you get off focus and off, off task, the less that those you want to support you are going to want to. They can't, it's difficult to support a scatterbrained individual. It's difficult to support an individual who isn't patient with their own process. How are you going to expect somebody else to be patient with you when you're not being patient with where you are right now? No, you can't set that type of example. You got to set the right example. Otherwise, you'll miss your miracle. You'll miss it. If you, if you move from where you're supposed to be, you're going to miss what was supposed to be. If you're not patient enough to endure the process, just ask yourself today, maybe thinking about where all that you need to do and all that you need to accomplish sometimes is overwhelming. And so instead of focusing on all these things you need to do and all these things you need to accomplish for the future, just think about right now, today, this moment, today, in this, in this hour, how can I maximize this hour? What do I need to do in this hour right now? What is the priority? And you chomp it down one thing at a time, one minute at a time, one, one hour at a time, one day at a time. And that way you're getting more, you're getting more progress that way. And instead, instead of attempting to force everything and get it all done right now because you want to catch up with some people who are running a completely different race than you. My husband already told you they are on their chapter 30. You in chapter three. Attempting to keep up with them. It's not going to work. You're going to burn yourself out. And then you're going to get frustrated and get mad because you can't keep up. It's not their issue that you can't keep up. That's yours because you're not running at the proper pace. You wanted to jump steps. Now, now God is a God of miracles. He's still doing them to this day. So if he decides that he wants to advance your journey up 10 chapters, then he can very much so do that. But he has to be the one to do that. You can't jump your journey 10 chapters. He has to be the one to do that. Maximize the now so you can manifest the miracle. Honey? Yeah, it's a miracle, not magic. <laughs> it's a miracle, not magic. See, magic is a trick. Yeah, you you don't want a magic trick. I want a miracle, man. I, I, hey, did you hear me? I want a miracle, not a magic trick. Yeah, don't miss the miracle looking for the magic. Man, I'm going to teach on that tomorrow. Don't miss the miracle looking for some magic. It ain't going to be a trick. It ain't going to happen tomorrow. It ain't, it ain't going to happen overnight. It, it ain't going to happen overnight. It's going to happen night after night and after a while. After you've suffered a while. Yeah. After you've been hungry for a while. After you've served for a while. After you've sacrificed for a while, after you struggled for a while, after you sown for a while, after you've given all that you can give, after you've done all that I could do, after I've, I've laid it on the line, then that miracle is going to happen. See, the miracle says, I've done all I know to do. God, I leave it up to you. <laughs> the miracle says, I've given all I have to give. God, I need you to show up. The miracle says, I've, 
I'm all out of answers. Hey, I need your master. I'm all out to give. I'm not looking for no trick. I'm not looking for no magic. I'm not looking for no sprinkle fairy dust. I'm not looking for it to happen right away. I'm not here. I'm not looking for my, their miracle to turn into my magic. See, I want a miracle, not magic. I want people to look at my life and say, man, it was nothing but God that did that. <laughs> I want people to look at my, my work and say, yeah, God is with them. Yeah, that's what you want. You want people to, you want doubters and, and non-believers and you, yeah, you want your haters to look at, oh God, but yeah, I don't like her, but, but God is with her. I, I don't like him, but, but, but God is with her because if God be for me, he's more than the world against me. Don't miss the miracle. God bless you. God bless your family. And God most certainly bless your dreams.